Welcome to the You Glow Nurse Podcast, where we are growing and glowing through our nursing journey and practicing real self-care along the way. Ready for the real glow up? Join the conversation with me, your host, Fallon Lopez, BSN RN, Certified Health and Wellness Coach and CEO of RU Well, where I empower new nurses to adapt to busy nurse life by creating real self-care strategies that boost energy and build real self-confidence. So if you're struggling to keep afloat in this busy nurse life and ready to ditch the hustle culture, this is a space for you. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe to our online community and here on the podcast for more self-care resources. Let's do it, y'all. What's up, y'all? And we're back. All right, got another good one for you today. So today we're talking about better self-care for better mental health. Look, self-care has, it's like one of the new hype words. We use it for everything. Like self-care is eating all of the ice cream. Self-care is speaking your truth. Self-care is taking that long bath. Like there's so many things that, you know, society, the media, even, you know, just anything that we see is labeled self-care. But tonight, I want to really challenge your definition of self-care. And like I said, like I'm going to say in this episode, you know, self-care is different for everyone. But my definition was really challenged the last few years in my own wellness journey due to the type of stressors that were put on me and put on a lot of us the last few years, I had to really challenge how I was caring for myself. Was I being proactive about taking care of me? The things that I used to numb my pain, to make me feel better, to make me feel good in the past could no longer support me in this new future, this new journey that I was on. So I really had to challenge what I believed about self-care. And there were times it felt selfish. It felt uncomfortable. And it just felt like, is this really self-care? Am I doing it right? Am I doing enough? And tonight, we're going to talk more about what self-care really means and how you can start using these tips in your own life. Like I'm going to say in this podcast, these are things that I'm just sharing that have worked for me. This is not to say that you have to do this, but be open to exploring and finding out about different self-care tips and challenge your own beliefs. After tonight's conversation, you know, take some time to reevaluate what you really think is self-care and and is it really pouring into your life is it really helping you recover bounce back and be that intentional and healthy and motivated and focused nurse that you want to be is it really helping you be the person you want to be let's challenge our self-care beliefs and And I believe after listening to this, you will definitely do the same. So y'all, like I've said before, let's go into this with an open mind. Let's let's challenge our beliefs, but leave with something. If you do leave with something, I want to hear from you. Let me know if this podcast resonates with you. Leave me a 
Go ahead, leave me a review, share it with someone that you know, and subscribe, like, comment. Let me know if any of this nurse wellness information is resonating with you. And y'all, it's been an amazing journey, and I am so thankful for you to be on here with me. I just want to say that. Thankful for you for allowing me to walk beside you in your wellness journey, letting me be a part of it, y'all. So I'm so happy to share this episode with you. It was recorded in my social media account. So if you want to hear more about self-care and other wellness tips, make sure you go follow me and uh, subscribe to my social media on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on YouTube. I'm trying to be more proactive on YouTube. So go ahead and uh, subscribe to those channels for more. Y'all, I'm so excited for tonight's conversation. It's going to be a good one, and I hope it blesses your life. Make sure you share it with someone that you might know. And I also have an exciting thing to share with you all. I was about to get off. Hold on. So the Wellness Warriors program, my 12-week holistic healing program is launching February until February 13th. You have from now until February 13th to join us in this holistic healing program. We are addressing the three basic foundations of self-care. We are focusing on food, fitness, and faith. So if that's you, if if you're a busy nurse that's ready to reset, refocus, and put her health goals first, then this program is for you. You don't want to miss out. So go ahead and text me for more information about joining the Wellness Warriors program. We are now accepting one-on-one clients until February 13th. So you can text me at the number 346-440-2796 if you are interested in finding out more about the 12-week holistic healing program, Wellness Warriors. Now, accepting one-on-one clients. If that's you, text me, I'm ready, to the number 346-440-2796. All right, y'all, let's get into it. Enjoy this conversation. You know, and tonight I'm going to share a few tips, things that work for me, but uh, as always, like you and on your personal journey, your personal wellness journey, you're going to have to decide for yourself what works, what doesn't work, and advocate for that. But it's great that you're here, that you're able to hop on, um, that you're able to, that you're willing to just be curious and to find out more about different ways of better self-care. So the reason why I want to talk about this tonight as part of our wellness check-in, for those of us that may not, for those of you that may not know me, Um, and maybe hopping on for the first time. My name is Fallon Lopez. I'm a registered nurse, certified health and wellness coach and CEO of RUL. So I empower nurses to take back their health and healing. And we focus on self-care strategies. We focus on these three areas, food, fitness, and faith. Those are our basic self-care foundations. In order for me to have gotten to this place, to the CEO, to the to to even finish nursing school, to even be here right before you with the podcast, with the YouTube, sharing my business, I had to reevaluate the way I looked at self-care. I really had to find a better way of taking care of myself because to be honest, for many years, I did not take great care of myself. I was in the hustle and bustle of life, just wanting to go after my goals, 
And um, and not always in a healthy way. I think nursing was something that I did as well to kind of conquer, to persevere. Of course, I wanted to help others. Um, and that was one of my motivating forces. But uh, it was also a way to prove to myself that I could do this, that I was good enough. And so I really didn't make time for my self-care. And that's why I enjoy talking about different ways of of how nurses especially can take better care of themselves because a lot of us, we get into nursing and we actually don't have any idea and it's a cold slap of reality. And so what do you do? Sometimes we turn cynical, we turn jaded, we turn into bullies, nurses a lot of times. And um, it all goes back to how you take care of your mental after getting into this like um, reality check instead of turning um, just cold hearted, but um, learning how to take better care of ourselves, even though, okay, yes, this is a reality check for me. This is what nursing really is really going back to, okay, but how am I going to take care of myself? How am I going to make sure I'm good? My mental is good. My physical is good because healthcare is crazy. There's no way around it. It's crazy and things are falling apart. And, you know, it's it's a crazy time and a place to be in healthcare. So to be honest, we need to make sure that we're taking really good care of ourselves, our self-care especially. So being intentional about how we recover and how we care for ourselves is so important. So that's why I want to bring up self-care tips for better mental health. But I think the tips that I'm going to share tonight are going to be a little bit surprising. They may not be your traditional self-care tips that you may be thinking of. So stay tuned because it's going to get a little bit different. But before I get into my self-care tips that I recommend for busy nurses, let me share a few things with you before we get started. I want to share more about an opportunity I have coming up to work with me one-on-one as a coach. I am happy to announce my Wellness Warriors program is now open until February 13th. This is a holistic container with me, Coach Fallon. I'll walk you through the process of resetting your health and focusing on exactly what you need to thrive in nurse life. Because let's be honest, a lot of us in healthcare, we're barely surviving. We're in survival mode. And it happens based off of what all of the things that are going on. So I want to share with you the three areas of my basic foundation. So if you're ready, if you're interested and you're a nurse and you're ready to take back your health and healing and you're ready to show up for yourself and put your self-care for first, then you're, wanna, then you're going to want to join the wellness program. The Wellness Warriors goes live February 13th. If that's you and you're interested, text me. I'm ready at 346-440. 2796. Again, if you're interested in joining my 12-week container, my holistic container where we focus on the three areas of my basic foundations to help you reset your health and focus on exactly what you need to thrive in nursing life, then text me at 346-440-2796. Y'all, I'm so excited to be sharing this program with you all. We're opening, we're accepting clients now until February 13th. So just text me if you are ready to take your health goals to the next step. No more pity parties, no more holding yourself back, no more self-sabotage. Put yourself first and joining the Wellness Warriors, my 12-week program is the way you can do that. Okay, so let's get into these self-care tips. 
Okay. Like I said, the stress is going to happen as a nurse, as a caregiver, we're going to be stressed. The unknown is going to happen. We are going to be under pressure. It's part of the job. You know, it's, it's something that comes with the territory, but does that mean you have to be overcome by the territory? Does that mean you have to lose yourself in it as well? No, self-care is one of the ways that you can take back your responsibility for your health and your well-being. Self-care is a journey and it will take you to to, to new levels of self-awareness and compassion. It is not necessarily all about the things that you can do, all of the things, all of the, you know, because there's so much about self-care out there now. It's like a trending topic. There's so many like self-care tools and things and what you can add, new spas, new face masks, new creams, new all kind of things that you can add to your to-do list. Self-care isn't necessarily all about the things that you do, but definitely explore. Take time to explore what you need to succeed, what your body needs to succeed, and explore those different self-care. And what I will recommend is finding your top three basic foundations and then having those couple new ones that you throw in there for special occasions. You know, you don't have to do all of the things that are like self-care. You don't have to do all of them and put them on a to-do list and feel like you're doing not enough. A lot of us can get caught up into that, like, into that into that mode of like, okay, I'm not doing enough. I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not doing enough self-care. So am I doing it right? No, not necessarily. It's not about doing it right. It's doing what you need to succeed. So the more you continue to grow in your journey, the more you'll be able to become more aware of what you need in order to show up at your, your highest capacity. And that's what self-care is all about. It's a journey that looks different for all of us. But my main point is that it's going to bring you closer to self-awareness and to compassion, making sure that you find those top three things. You don't have to do all of the to-do lists to get there. You don't have to do all of the things and feel overwhelmed or like you're not doing enough self-care. Are you doing self-care right now? And I say all of this because, y'all, I know what it feels like to come to that realization of like, wow, I have not been treating myself well. I I had to come to that realization at like the beginning of 2020 was when I really hardcore came to that realization. Wow, what what really is self-care? And why does it sometimes feel selfish? It did for a long time. After I reached one of my lowest points in 2019, after I had a terrible breakup and I was reaching and nurturing to create this new health coaching business. I had no idea about the vision God gave me and what it was all about. And then COVID happened in 2020. I got to this lowest point where I really had to evaluate what self-care meant to me. I had this whole new Fallon in front of me. I had to learn to love her all over again. I had to learn to care for her. My definition of self-care has been challenged forever since I experienced that, you know, and it sometimes it takes that rock bottom to get those breakthroughs. I had to go through the breakdown to get my breakthrough and I'm okay with that. I'm like thankful that it happened. But now after experiencing burnout, depression, shame and guilt, but by the grace and mercy of God and the work that I have put in, I have now transformed my life from the stinking thinking of not having enough to having more enough. I've gone from scarcity to more of an abundance mindset now from after going through that lowest point. I really had to really face and address and re, re, redefine my 
def- what self-care meant to me. I had to redefine what self-care means to me. And now I coach other nurses who feel helpless and lost. I help other nurses learn to put themselves first by coming back to the basics of self-care. So tonight we're going to talk more about what self-care really means. And here are some tips that I want to share with you about self-care to improve your mental health. So you'll be surprised by a few of the things that I'm going to share, like I told you before, but let's get into it. Okay. So sometimes less is more. That is my self-care tip number one. (laughs) Sometimes less is more. After getting exposed to self-care and learning about all the self-improvements, it's easy to fall into the trap of wanting to work on yourself all the time, especially as a go-getter, as somebody that wants to do, that wants to accomplish, that wants to go after her girl goals. That was something that I had to address. Like, okay, I want to be doing things. I want to be fixing myself all the time. I want to be doing things and getting it done. And self-care isn't necessarily all about the things that you do. And it's also, it doesn't require a lot of money either. People will have you, advertisements will have you out here, social uh, social media will have you out here thinking that you got to do all of these things, spend all of this money, like only rich people can have real self-care. That is not what self-care is about. Self-care is really how you treat yourself every day. That is my basic definition. Self-care isn't just for special occasions. It isn't just for when you work hard. That's when you deserve a self-care treat. Self-care is every day. It's every day. So it's great when you find your pace and you start being consistent you know, with your self-care practices and things, you start learning about it. You're like, okay, I, I can do this. I can do that. I can learn. I can do all of the things. But then it sometimes puts you in always wanting to go. And so you may have a hard time finding finding time for rest. You may find it hard to rest, to take breaks or put a pause on something. You may have a tendency to always want to do. When you find out about self-care and the self-improvement books, you might be going crazy reading all the books, going into the podcast. I know I did. I'll be guilty of that. It's great. But we are not all human doings. We are human beings. So finding ways to practice rest, stillness, quiet time, and even meditation to just be. That is a self-care that I wish I would have used a long time ago rather than just wanting to do all the things and get involved and doing all, you know, and showing up to events. Like, is that really self-care? It's not all about spending money and doing those things. Although those things are great. Those are great additions. But having that self-care every day, sometimes less is more finding times for stillness, quiet time, meditation, sticking to a few basic foundations so you won't get self-care overloaded, if that's even a thing. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Like, I'm not doing enough. I don't have enough things. I don't have enough money, you know? So always uh, feeling that you have to do something for self-care. Sometimes just resting, doing less is more. So I find that having my basic three foundations of self-care, having that foundation, food, fitness, my faith, having those foundations, and then I build off of there. Some days I do more, some days I do less, but I know that I have this foundation. I have this skeleton I can go back to, you know, like, okay, food, fitness, faith. All right. The second thing that I'm going to share tonight about self-care for better mental health for busy professional nurses, like I said, 
finding your basic self-care foundation. I realize it's a lot out there and you can self-care all the time, but I find that sometimes self-care is misappropriately used. That word is such a hype word. We misappropriately use that word sometimes and people will use self-care as a way to overindulge. And honestly, is that really caring for yourself when you think about it? If you're overindulging and are you really thinking about yourself? You might be thinking about yourself in the moments, in the moments, this is what I need. So I'm going to eat the whole gallon of ice cream right now. I'm going to binge watch the Netflix until I pass out. You know, you think about yourself in the moment. This is what, this is what self-care. And I think it's misappropriately labeled, misappropriately used sometimes. And it happens. But thinking about like, okay, how am I going to feel in the future versus like always being focused on just the now? Like self-care sometimes can be focused really on the here and now based off of what you feel. If you feel sad, you eat the ice cream. If you feel lonely, you go find someone to make you feel unlonely. If you, you know, like that work hard, party hard mentality, how can you really show yourself caring and consideration to yourself now and in the future? So I want to challenge you with that today. When you get to those times of like, okay, this is self-care. If I drink the whole wine glass, the wine bottle, this is self-care. You know, really challenge what you think is self-care. Find your basic foundations. What are those things that are going to help you now and in the future? How You know, things like going to sleep at a regular time. Y'all. When we was kids, we did not want to go to bed on time. But now as an adult, I am cherishing my bedtime because I know future Fallon is going to be happy and present Fallon is going to be happy too. So that is a form of self-care that I stick to that does not require money at all. Making sure that I sleep on time, making sure that I sleep at a regular time of, you know, have my regular patterns. Okay. I'm always going to get ready for bed at 830, nine o'clock. That's when I start winding down. Like, I'm going on do not disturb. That is self-care to me, being totally unrelentless about what I need. And that may be an example of self-care for you. Here's another one sometimes that we don't think about. (laughs) And this is helpful for you in the now and in the future. Having a budget, y'all, that's self-care because it's caring for you for you. You may be like, well, I'm feeling a little anxious. I need some distraction. Let me go to Target and find that self-care because I need that care. That's caring for you in the now. But what about the future? The future Fallon? Is she going to be happy you spent over $100 in Target? Uh, No, ma'am. Target will get my money. That is not a place for me to just show up without a plan, without a... No, I cannot do that. That is something that you can have as a self-care, having a budget, buying those vitamins that you need, cooking a healthy meal. These are self-care things that don't require a lot of money. You don't need to go shopping. You don't have to go order it from nowhere. You can do it right now in the present. These are self-care things. So that's why I say find your basic foundation. Sometimes we overthink, we mislabel self-care because of society, because of the media that puts the focus really on the now versus like, okay, self-care is not just about the now. It's not about just that now moment, but also caring for yourself in the future. What will help you 
what will really show caring and consideration for yourself in the now and also in the present. Finding those basic self-care foundations. Like I shared earlier, one of the ways that I help my clients, we go through the basic foundations of food, fitness, and faith. Building off of those, like I will have that foundation always. Like I know when I wake up, I'm going to make sure I'm fueling myself the right way. I'm drinking enough water. I'm I'm taking my vitamins. I'm making my healthy meals. I'm going to get some movement in. Maybe I don't go to the gym all the time, but I'm going to get some movement in. I'm going to do my stretches. And then my faith, what do I need to to make sure my mindset is focused? What am I focusing on? The things that are going to really pour into my mental health. And for me, that's my faith. That's my connection with God. And so making sure I have those three basic foundations are what you know, I can build off of. You know, when you offend, when you lay that foundation right, that house is unshakable. That that building is untouchable. And whatever comes your way, you got a, a strong foundation. So what are you building your self-care foundations on? I really want to challenge you in that. Okay. Another way we can um, use self-care for better mental health, choosing the best fuel. What goes into your body affects the energy that comes out. It affects your productivity. It affects your energy. It affects your your focus. Whatever you put into your body affects what comes out. So you want better energy. You want a better mood. You want a better focus. You want to be mindful about the full fuel you are choosing every day. You don't put the cheap fuel in the BMW. And yes, I'm going to use that analogy again. You don't want to put the cheap gas in your BMW. So why would you do it to yourself? Really being mindful about what you put into your body. Are you sleeping enough? Are you hydrated? Are you are you feeling stressed at all? Like ask yourself why you know, why, what are you fueling yourself on? Staying hydrated is definitely one way that I make sure I'm fueling up the right way. And the recommended amount of hydration of water a day that a person should be drinking is eight to 12 glasses of water or two to three liters of water. And so for somebody that's more active, you may be drinking more than three liters. For men, we need a, they need a little bit more. So more than three liters, maybe almost four liters for a man, but making sure that you are taking time to hydrate. And I know as a busy nurse, it can be hard. You may come with your, I was watching this um, reel the other day and one of the nurses was like, look, I bring my water bottle to work, but I don't use it. I don't drink it at all. And I get that. So sometimes maybe hydrating before you get to work hydrating, making an active decision. Like I need to go get drink a drink of water, y'all. Like I cannot work for six hours straight and not drink anything. Like you have to be active. You have to be bold. You have to definitely be proactive. Just how we are about our patients. Like let me anticipate what they got going on for the day. This is what the doctor's gonna say. This is what they're gonna need next. This is what they're gonna, we're so, we are good about our patients, but what about ourselves? What about being proactive? Okay, like, look, I've been at work for two hours. I've been standing up. I've been talking to patients. I've been moving. I've been, I need water. Like, do not even make up excuses like, okay, I haven't been doing much. I'm okay. Like, no, we are constantly using our mental capacity, our physical, our emotional capacity while we're at work. So making sure that we're fueled up the right way and not just living off of caffeine, y'all. Look, let's be honest. 
Why are we living off of caffeine drinks? Let's evaluate. Why are we so tired? What is the reason why we're feeling so tired? Are you sleeping enough? Are you hydrated enough? Are you stressed? Like, let's be honest about how much caffeine we're consuming. And now look, I, I have nothing against a good cup of joe in the morning. I, that's what I need. But honestly, there's been some days where I don't even need my caffeine some days. It's just out of out of tradition, just out of routine that I make sure I get a cup of coffee. But there are some mornings I don't even feel like I need a cup of coffee. And honestly, it's it's because I'm taking care of my sleep. I'm making sure I'm hydrated. I'm eating the better uh, food that I need to. I'm fueling up the right way. So that's something that I can definitely share with you. Okay, another way to choose the best fuel as we're talking about self-care tips for better mental health, because what goes in, it affects everything that comes out, your productivity, your energy, your focus, even your mood. We don't realize it sometimes, but the food that we're putting in, it affects our mental health. So I want to talk about upgrading that sad diet. (laughs) That standard American diet. Yes, it's a sad diet. Fried, fattied. Um, what else? Fried, fattied. Um, there's another word that they use to describe the sad diet. But let's transition from the sad diet to a more whole foods, plant-based diet. Now, I'm telling you to go vegan. I'm not saying go vegan. But I am saying let's make more choices towards whole foods and plants adding more plant-based foods to our diets, cooking at home, making more of an effort to cook at home, to find recipes, to experiment with new recipes. And if you are choosing meats and, um, and different beef and things like that, chicken, fish, making sure that they're more of the grass-fed, open-range, organic, you know, being really intentional about what you're putting into your body because what they're feeding and look, I'm not, I'm not going to get on a tangent, but what they're feeding to the animals, we also ingest that too. So you want to be mindful of that as well. So making better choices. And I know that one can be a little bit more on the expensive side, but what do you want to pay for? Like, would you rat, what do you want to pay for? Do you want to pay for medicine now later or the food now? Like, let's be honest. What, where, where do you want to put your funds? And so for me, that's going to be making better whole food choices, plant-based organic, um, really focusing on what I'm putting into my diet. So like I said, upgrading from that sad diet, cooking more at home, experimenting with new recipes, organic produce, whole grains, another way to incorporate better fuel. There's a recommendation about the Mediterranean diet. I don't know if you've heard about this, but there has been studies that show that the Mediterranean diet focusing on, you know, whole foods, grains, salmon, seafood, and olive oils, nuts, things like that. That is more of a, it's a better choice. It's a healthier choice. And it's had a lot of medical benefits for the patients that have transitioned to more of a Mediterranean diet. It has wonderful medical benefits. So y'all, before we get off, I do want to encourage you, like these are self-care tips that I shared to improve your mental health. So like I said earlier, Self-care is not cookie cutter for everyone. It's not going to be the same thing that works for me is going to work for you. No, I share these tips with you to let you know, like, here are some ideas. Here are some things that might you can add to your tool belt 
These are some things that you can try. And on your journey, your own self-awareness journey, your self-improvement journey, you're going to find more things that help and that resonate with you. But the thing is that you continue to be curious. You continue to want to learn. You continue to want to improve and find different self-care things that are going to help you. So like I said, another, here are the tips that I'm going to share with you one more time. Let's just do a quick recap. So self-care tips for better mental health. Sometimes less is more. Take the pressure off of like doing more and wanting to add more to your to-do list. Self-care isn't about all the things you do. Sometimes it's about just being, finding times for rest. So that leads me to the second point, finding your basic self-care foundations. Sometimes self-care is misappropriately used. It's labeled like, okay, I I get to overindulge. It's very focused on the here and the now. Oh, this is self-care. I'm feeling lonely. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to overindulge on the wine. I'm going to overindulge in the sweets or on the shopping or on the Netflix binge, whatever it is, you know, this is self-care now. But self-care, I want to challenge you, is more than just the now. It's thinking about you in the future, the self-care that's going to help you in the future. So how can you really show caring and consideration for yourself now and in the future? And then my last tip that I shared tonight for better self-care for mental health, for better mental health, choosing the best feel. What goes in affects what comes out, y'all. And so you may have heard me share this before, but there is You know, there's a lot of research. There's a lot of things going on about the gut-brain connection. There is a gut-brain axis that should not be ignored. Our gut flora, our natural bacteria, that natural atmosphere, that natural natural flora that our body has in our gut, it needs food to thrive so we can be more healthier overall. The bacteria that are in our gut, they they affect everything. They influence neurotransmitters, hormone production, our immune health. So we need to take care of our gut health too. Making sure what you put into your body is going to fuel your body up the best way. So if you didn't know, gut health is where it's at, y'all. Okay. Like I said, tonight I'm sharing some tips on how to practice better self-care for better mental health. Practicing self-care every day is more than just the comfort food. It's more than just the face mask. It's not just for for special occasions. Self-care is really how you treat yourself every day. Now, that's just my personal definition because I really had to challenge my self-care when I got to this low, broken point um, back in 2020. I had to really challenge, how am I caring for myself every day? And with the demands of nursing life, with the high stress demands, we should be proactive, y'all. There is no doubt about it. Being proactive about your self-care needs, being unrelenting about what you need. So many of us walk around numbed out, jaded, cynical, and burnt out. We have no idea how to put into action those self-care tools. And so, because we're in overdrive, it happens. I've been there. Well, I have some news for you. I have some exciting news and I'm so happy to share this with you as part of my online crew. I'm letting you know first 
I am opening up my coaching services for one-on-one clients. The Wellness Warriors is now taking clients. The 12-week holistic healing program is where we get back to our self-care basics. We are focusing on food, fitness, and mental health. So if you're a nurse, a busy nurse that is done with living in survival mode, you're ready to put yourself first, your health and healing first, then this program is for you. If you're ready to reset, you're ready to refocus, and to get back to your health care needs, your health goals, then this program is for you. In this program, we will go through my 12-week process to get you back focused on you so you can think clearer, so you can be more focused, so you can give more, so you can pour from a full cup. This program is for you. And if you're interested in finding out more about the Wellness Warriors program, my 12-week holistic program, text me. I'm ready to the number 346 440 2796. Again, that's for the Wellness Warriors 12-week holistic healing program. I am now taking clients until February 12th. So you want to get in. The spots are limited. If that's you, text the number. I'm ready to 346-440-2796. For the Wellness Warriors program, text I'm ready to 346 346- 440-2796. All right, y'all. It's been a wonderful time being able to share self-care tips for better mental health. Sometimes we think self-care needs to be so much. It needs to have so much. Self-care does not have to be complicated. It is all about how you are treating yourself every day. And the best self-care things are for free. Things that you can do every day. You can start right now. And if that's you, you can sh- check out the, the clips earlier. Uh, go ahead and look back and see what I shared with you already. I really enjoy this conversation. If that's you, go ahead and um, let me know in the comments below. Share what your wins was from tonight, y'all. I appreciate you, and y'all have a good night. I will see you next time.